Readers Entertainment Radio presents Book Lights with your host, author Lisa Kessler. Book Lights, where we're shining a light on good books. Well, hello, good afternoon or good morning, according to where you are. This is Sheila English. I know that might surprise some of you. You're all expecting Lisa Kessler, but here is our twist. Lisa is here with me (laughs) as my guest. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you, Sheila. Thanks for being the special guest host today. Well, I am so excited. I, you know, I know we were talking a little bit right before we, uh, right before we went live. I think this is going to be a super fun show for anybody that is interested in the metaphysical world, the paranormal books, uh, creating, uh, creating cars, just kind of the creative process, and you know, people who are interested in tarot and uh, you know want to know you know how how you can make your own tarot deck and what that's about, and of course about you because I think you're a true Renaissance a Renaissance woman. I, you're a best-selling author, <laughs> paranormal romance. You're a singer. You're uh, a, a radio show host, uh, metaphysical. Would I say practitioner? Is that the right yes. term? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean, to me, that is so just so interesting like all of those talents that come out music and writing and and just kind of being in touch with with you know the metaphysical world and being able to read tarot cards anybody who's ever seen a tarot card deck they are not easy to read you have to memorize a lot of stuff and know a lot of things and be able to, it's it's like a big math problem, I guess, you know, where you've got to put this plus this equals and, you know, and then you kind of be in touch, you know, with your, your own, you know, intuitive self and, um, you know, all those things blend together. So um, I'll just, before I just, you know, ramble on and on and waste our time, I know people are actually here to find out what's going on with you. Now you have, a Kickstarter for a tarot deck, practical tarot, that uh, that you are creating yourself. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, I'm so excited. So this has been like years in the making. It's just been on the back burner because I have lots of fiction books to write. And last year, my agent was interested in the practical tarot book, which I teach uh, tarot, and I call it practical tarot because I teach it to be intuitive so that you don't have to memorize a book. And hopefully, uh, with some practice, you can read off any deck and you won't have to look at a book. And when I teach it live, it's a six-week, you know, class, but now that I've learned all of this video technology. Anyway, I videoed the class and I resurrected my um, pitch that we had done with my agent and dusted everything off. And I thought, you know, I'm going to make a deck to go with it. And I contacted my cover artist for my paranormal books and she said, woo, a little out of my wheelhouse, but I know this fantastic illustrator. Let me introduce you. So 
I met Holly Carton, and she is right up my alley. She's a watercolor artist, just like my mom was, and we just had this instant connection. And she has been making me these gorgeous tarot cards. I give her um, symbolism that I want on the cards, and she takes it from there. And it has been such a an amazing process. And then you mix in Kickstarter. <laughs> You help because I believe artists need to be paid, and I don't have the money to front the project. It's 78 cards, so think of 78 works of art that she has to make. So I need some help. So I started doing my homework on Kickstarter, and this is my very first. I've backed them before, but this is my first one that I've run. So I'm sort of a nervous wreck trying to see, oh, please let it fund because I want this deck. And the book is, is going to be fantastic too and have all of her art in it as well so it's been an interesting process it is very hard to do a tarot deck <laughs> right like you said 78 cards and and there has to be that symbolism in them you know it's not you know it's, it, it with yes. anybody who's done you know tarot knows anything about tarot you know you have to know what those cards represent and what they mean whether they're uh, right side up or upside down, you know, there's a, a whole lot to it. And I'm looking right. here on your Kickstarter, and uh, we'll have a link to the Kickstarter. Uh, it's uh, in the episode information, so you'll be able to, to get that. Um, so I'm taking a look at what you already have, and I see these cards, and they are stunning. They're just stunning. Aren't they beautiful? Yeah. They're I'm so excited. beautiful. <laughs> Oh, I bet, I bet. Now, and you're going to have a book with it, the tarot book, yes. correct? Mm-hmm, yes. Now, now and is the that co- some... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to ask if the tarot book is going to be something that is the standard or is this something that you're going to customize? Yeah, the the book, Practical Tarot, is actually the course so that you can learn to read intuitively the deck will have its regular little guidebook with it, like most tarot decks have, a little tiny paperback guide. Um, it will have that. But the practical tarot book is actually the whole system of reading tarot using cycles and elements and symbolism. And also at the end of the book, what what I'm very excited about is going to have a few chapters on practical ways you can use tarot in your everyday life. Because a lot of times we collect beautiful tarot decks, especially on Kickstarter. There are so many pretty ones. I've backed a few myself. And and people get them, and then they're a little overwhelmed trying to memorize the 78 cards, and it becomes, you know, just your tarot shelf. And they don't get used. Or people think that you only need to use tarot when you have a big issue or it's a full moon. or But you can actually work it into everyday life and really help you stay connected with the universe. And you feel like you're, you know, part of something bigger and that you, for me, it just makes me feel less at loose ends. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm including at the back of the Practical Tarot, the book, um, practical ways to work tarot into, you know, just everyday life. It doesn't have to be just a special occasion or, you know, um, SOS <laughs> time. You can just use them every day. <laughs> well, 
And I, I love that. I love the idea of finding a way to ground yourself to the universe, especially in it, it. You know, in this day and age of, you know, people are feel kind of disconnected from so many things, and especially right after all the stuff with COVID, where, you know, we were mm-hmm. just kind of to ourselves, and some people struggle just to have conversations and be in social situations again. And um, I, and I really do like the idea of ha- of having something that reminds you you are connector way. Yes, yes, for now, sure. And and tarot cards can really help you because they can sometimes validate what you're already thinking, but you're sort of wishy washy about it. Sometimes if you're at a crossroads or a loose ends and you're like, I, I just, someone tell me what to do. Um, sometimes it's a gentle nudge. Um, <laughs> and so it definitely, and when you get very familiar with your cards, there are times where I pull a card and it just cracks me up. I'm like, really, universe? Okay. Um, so <laughs> it does. <laughs> remind you that you know there you were made for this moment you're here for a reason and and the the cards can really help you tap into that we all have that kind of core feeling but when you're when you are feeling disconnected it's nice to have that reminder and it's like a physical thing you can do shuffle spread it out have your intention and pull and and I think that that is a handy tool for everyone. So that's what I'm hoping that the book will accomplish. Well, I know a lot of people, when they think of tarot cards, you know, you, you think of reading somebody else's cards. But now you can right. read your own cards. So yes. is that kind of the, yes. for the practical tarot, can you kind of give us some examples of how you might use the cards? Yeah. Yeah, you can, um, for yourself, you can just, I do it every day. I pull three cards with what do I need to know today. Um, and it just gives you something to focus on during the day. You know, if one of the things that I need to know comes up and it's the sun, then I know that, you know, this is going to be a powerful, good, happy day, good luck, and I'll be more prone to say yes. because I know that, you know, the sun is on my side. So, and, you know, if I get another card that is a Ten of Swords day, then I know that today I might have some heavy thoughts that make me feel a little depressed. So I am going to pull out my gratitude journal. And every time something good happens today, I'm going to write something, I'm going to write it down so I don't forget. And that way, when you get beaten down, you can look at that list and go, oh, yeah, everything's not horrible. Look, my <laughs> me and my dog played ball and she loves me, you know, and whatever. And so that's a handy use for it every day. Another thing you can use it for is I everybody streams now. And I know for me, you turn it on and you're like, okay, the biggest decision I can make is which thing am I going to stream. Now I'm on Netflix and I don't know what I'm going to watch. And tarot cards are great for that because you can say, what should I watch? And pull something out and you get the emperor card and you're like, historical, I'm watching a historical, Um, you know, or whatever, the chariot. Okay, I'm going to watch one of these reality things about race cars, um, you know, or whatever. So it can even help you with silly things like that. And 
it's it's very it's just a handy tool and i think a lot of times because movies and tv like to make tarot cards be scary it you know it makes people hesitant to pull them out unless it's some mystical occasion but they really were made to be a tool so you know the more you use it the better you get at it so if you can find a way to use them every day it keeps you know it keeps all the meanings right in your head so that it's clockwork and then it really is a tool for your intuition instead of a memorizing exercise you know right right I I really like that idea because you know you talking about wishy-washy I feel like I'm yes. so overwhelmed <laughs> with work and with family and with all the things that are going on you know in the world and I think anytime you get overwhelmed even the little things like you were talking about, you know, what am I going to watch tonight? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know, it's like if you become mammoth. Help, <laughs> yeah, right? So I would, I guess I would put this in the in the category of self-care. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. So for people who are listening, that if you're a little bit like me, where you, you've just got so much going on and – you almost wish you didn't have to make the decision of what to make for dinner. I mean, this is, this would be great yes. for married couples. You know, what do you want for dinner? I don't know. What do you want for dinner? You know, pull a card and we'll figure mm-hmm. something out. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, you know, it's amazing. So uh, now is this, is, this is based on like the uh, rider weight, right? The, the tarot cards? Well, it's based on traditional traditional tarot card meeting, meanings, yeah. The Rider-Waite deck actually was the first deck I got because that is what everyone tells you is the learner deck. It's the original deck. Right. But if you're like me, I got out the Rider-Waite deck, and I had absolutely no connection to those cards. I couldn't read those cards. I could do it now just because I know all the tarot cards, but – it, it turned me off so badly that I was like, maybe I'll never be able to read tarot. I was like 20. And, and so they just sat and collected dust because, and I found out later when I started to collect many decks and, and figure out, hey, these all have the same symbols on this card. But the thing with Rider Waite is the deck is full of angry men. Almost every card has an angry cross man on it. So I'm like, huh. <laughs> so I couldn't really connect. So what we're trying to do with Holly and I with the Practical Tarot deck is make sure that every single person who touches this deck finds at least a few cards in there that they see themselves. So we're having people of all colors, all shapes, all sizes, all ages on these cards so that you're not looking at a whole deck that you can't relate to. Um, I think that that makes a huge difference in how well you can use the tool is you should be able to see a reflection of somewhat of something you can relate to on that card. So um, so I'm very excited about that, too, about the deck, because for me, Rider Waite was a big turnoff, and it might be for a lot of people, and sadly, that's usually the deck they tell you, oh, go get. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So. Yep, exactly. So um, tell me something. Do you, do you feel that 
being able to do tarot and and have kind of that connection with the metaphysical world helps with your writing? Definitely. I actually have been teaching tarot for writers, which is a little different than practical tarot because we point it more toward character building, world building, stuff like that. But yeah, I use tarot when I write all the time. And I have now a legion of writers who swear by their tarot decks um, because it is a huge help for writers because you can build characters, you can build backstories, you can build um, even – I'm a pantser, so for me, I use tarot as I'm writing when I'm stuck, usually around the middle of the book, and I'll just I'll just shuffle my tarot cards, spread them out, and go, what happens next, and pull a card, yeah. and go with it, <laughs> and it works every time. <laughs> I love it. So now you have, uh, for, for people who are listening, if you go to metaphysicalmanifesting.net, you'll get yes. an idea of some of the things. So, Lisa, t- tell tell us a little bit about what they're going to find there and what you're doing. Okay. Um, so I've been a tarot reader professionally for reading for other people for over a decade. And I a few years ago, I think five years ago, I started doing this thing I call a year ahead reading. And I do them in December and January, and the person gets 12 cards, one for each month of the year, and then they get a mantra for the year. It's written in first person, and they can read it once a week for the whole year to stay on track. And then you feel like you sort of have a spiritual path for the year, and you know sort of what to expect, what to focus on each month, and it just gives you direction. And they sell out every year. It's by far my most popular reading. And what happens, though, is now it's been five years. A whole bunch of people come back every year for this reading. And this year, I kept hearing people go, gosh, I wish I had stuck with it all year. Oh, I f- forgot to read my mantra, but it was perfect. I And all this kind of feedback. And I had told my husband in January, I said, you know, if I could do anything, I would like to like mentor my clients so that we stay on track. You know, just meet up once a month and go, what worked? What didn't? You know, what what are we looking for this next month? What can we do to stay on that track for that month? And that kind of thing. And he said, that was a really good idea and you should do it. But I didn't have time. And then when the practical tarot deck was sort of coming together, I was talking to some writer friends about my idea about mentoring people, and they were like, well, why aren't you doing it? And I was like, well, because I don't know. I don't <laughs> – they were like, well, you should start doing it now. So I I made a page on my writer website first, and, and within an hour of setting up the page, I had my – first client signed up and I was like okay well this is definitely the universe saying you should do this so so then I built the website and what I want to do for next year is to have I'm calling it a mastermind and it's this magic mastermind and every week we're going to focus on a different modality so tarot cards meditation candle magic um, pendulums you know all the different woo-woo kind of tools that we have available 
and we're going to meet up once a week and talk about the video lesson and our experiences that we had, but we're also going to picture each person in the circle actually manifesting what they want because my clients have been manifesting like these incredible things and it's just me who's meditating on it and seeing them having it well them and them too but the more you know they talk about the law of attraction and how it's all the energy that goes out and the universe you know can't tell if it's good or bad energy just that it's energy so don't think about bills think about money and all that kind of thing but I think that you can really magnify it when even more people are sending out that energy. If you think about it, we do it accidentally all the time. Like when a writer friend emails the writer friends, you know, maybe on your group message, and they go, oh, my gosh, this agent asked for a full. And suddenly five people are thinking about you getting this book deal, and then you get it. And, you know, so we do it accidentally all the time. I want to do it on purpose <laughs> and help people get, <laughs> help people manifest, you know, what they really, really want. And uh, so I think it will be very positive and, and, and you know how it gets when one, a good thing happens for one person, you know, and then it happens for, some, you know, it's infectious. And, and so anyway, so I'm hoping to, right now I'm just doing it one-on-one, -on -one, but I'm hoping next year to like get a group together and we can do it for three months and see what kind of magic we make, you know? And so anyway, so that's what's cooking for next year. But if you go to the website, you can find out about um, both the mastermind and the one-on-one -on -one mentorship is, is on there as well. And I did video all of the Practical Tarot course and um, that I used to do live. And so that's available now as well. And if you go to the Kickstarter, on the upper tiers of the Kickstarter, the video classes are in there also, and you would get lifetime access. So um, so that's pretty cool, too. So, again, that's metaphysicalmanifesting.net. And if that's something that appeals to you or you just kind of want to check that out or you want to actually sign up for something, I highly recommend going to that site. I do want to circle back to the Kickstarter. And you, you, already, you just kind of mentioned that, uh, you know, you, you can get something, you know, there are different tiers. Can you tell us a little bit about the tiers and how that works? Yes. Yeah. So if you've never done it back, they call it backing a Kickstarter, but if you've never even been to Kickstarter before, it's a website where creatives get the funding to do a project. So amazing games and things. And Brandon Sanderson just had like a $2 million Kickstarter for a bunch of fantasy books that he's going to do himself. And the, you know, they kickstarted the money up front. So um, so basically, that's what it's for. And when you go on the site, you back a project, and there's different reward tiers um, on the right-hand side. And so when you figure out how much do you want to back it for, it shows you all the cool things that you're going to get for doing that. And it's kind of like you are helping to launch a business or a product or a something. Um, so the more you put in, the more you get back, right? So, like, right. I think my first reward tier is just an ebook copy of 
practical tarot of the book. And then as you go higher, you can get a hardback copy, a deck, and video classes. And anyway, it just goes up from there. And most of the projects on Kickstarter will have multiple reward levels, so you can figure out what, you know, what works for you and what rewards you're going to get. So it's really fun, and you're really helping a small business or a person who is trying to get this creative project off the ground. There's a lot of authors doing it now, too, um, for audiobooks or getting books in hardcover or, you know, that kind of thing. So it's definitely a fun site to tool around, and you get updates as the project goes along, and, you know, you get to feel like you're part of it, which is really neat. I love it. So, uh, like I said, you know, we'll have a link to um, the Kickstarter program. Go over and check it out. It's really interesting. You can, and, and if, if this really isn't your cup of tea, but you just want to support a, a, an artist, a wonderful person, you can go and, and just make a, a, a donation. So uh, mm-hmm. of any of any amount, and so you know, I hope that people will go over and take a look. Even ten dollars is, you know, it's it's a step toward getting more of the cards done. Take a look at the cards; they are absolutely gorgeous. And uh, again, you're supporting both Lisa and our and the illustrator, who's amazingly talented. Mm-hmm. You'll see that when you go over. Um, now, I also want to talk before we run out of time a little bit about your books. People can find you at authorlisakessler.com. You have a book that came out, Wolf's Witch. And I see Wolf's Mm -hmm. Woman will be out in 2023. But tell us a little bit about the Salem Pack. Oh, the Salem Pack is so fun. This is my first. So this is my third Wolf Pack, but this is my first Wolf Pack ever that has magic in it. So my first two werewolf series, the the arch nemesis kind of thing had to do with um, government experiments to make super soldiers out of shifters. And this pack is completely different because it's up in Salem and there's also a witch coven and they have lived you know, in harmony in the town, but everything is changing because there was a banished werewolf alpha and a banished witch who were not mates who got together and made these babies who, you know, now are shifters with witch blood, which has previously been forbidden. Um, (laughs) But in Wolf's Witch, um, he discovered one of the the Alpha's right-hand man, discovers that his mate is the apprentice to the coven leader uh, for the coven of light and but she's his actual mate so they can't figure out but it's forbidden um (laughs) so anyway it was a super fun book to write and uh there's lots of magic and there's shifters and i got to go to salem for book research in april and oh my gosh my husband was he's so patient he follows me around while i ask people a bajillion (laughs) questions but um (laughs) but like on day two in salem he goes oh god we're gonna have to move here aren't we (laughs) <laughs> I did love Salem very much. <laughs> so now what else but, do you have coming out? We have like three minutes left, and I don't want to miss out on letting people know a little bit about uh, a, a little bit more about your books. 
Um, tell us, you know, what do you have coming up with the next few books? So uh, The Captain's Curse is turned in. That's the final book of the immortal pirates from Savannah. That made me bawl. Um, I love the pirate crew so much, and I just cried writing the whole last half of that book. But I'm so glad with how it was just awful. I'm like, oh. Because um, I do love Savannah also. I got to go there a couple of times for book research trips, and, and I just love the crew, and I love the whole thing. And so anyway, but I feel super good about the wrap-up. I think everyone will be happy. Everyone will be shocked that they all fell, fall in love with Captain Flynn because he's been pretty awful the entire series. Um, but once we're in his skin, you can find out why. We reveal all the secrets. Um, so that one, I think, comes out in March of next year. Um, it's with the publisher now. And, uh, and then I have another... Um, Another one in the Genesis trilogy, uh, let's see, Flawed is the next one. And that's a thriller series um, that I'm just super in love with about cloning and things. So um, Perfect is book one, and it's out now. And uh, Peter James, who's a number one UK bestseller, and his, his books are a TV show now. But he just gave me a great cover quote for Perfect. Oh, my gosh, that was so exciting. Wow, nice. um, yeah, so you can get perfect now, and flawed will be out in spring of 2023 also. So be nice. easy. <laughs> yes, yes. So everyone make sure that you stop by because, Lisa, you're so prolific. You have so such an amazing imagination. So I want everybody <laughs> to go over and check out all the different – there is something for everyone. I, I, I truly believe that. It's author Lisa Kessler. Dot com. So um, I think we're, we're down to our last few. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, and thanks so much for hosting me. That was so fun. That <laughs> was really fun. And thank you to everyone who listened in. I hope you had a really good time. I know I did. And uh, this is Sheila English, and um, this is uh, Readers Entertainment Book Lights. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on Book Lights. Be sure to connect with us at www.readersentertainment.com for articles, blogs, videos, and podcasts that matter to readers. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.